Welcome everyone, this is the Bumcast. I am your host, HBIC, the head bum in charge, along with Baloney and the Southside Bum. And guys, happy couple to tree. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, fellas. Johnny, I saw you New Year's Eve for an hour or so early before my kids went to bed. Jason, I didn't talk to you really until, uh, what, yesterday? But yeah, Happy New Year, yeah. fellas. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a good weekend. Um, Peter, you're already, you're already in trouble to start off the New Year. This, this is uh, not a hot start to 2023. I know Johnny's internet is acting up again, Telemundo style, like always. Apparently, my son just shit everywhere Why? my wife is upstairs holding down the fort while I talk nonsense for an hour and 20 minutes or so. So yeah, man, same old, same old. 2023 is off to a hot start, apparently. Yeah. Um, Before we start, we just want to say um, thoughts and prayers to DeMar Hamlin, uh, Buffalo Bills, who apparently um, needed CPR and uh, defibrillators on the field. Um, They actually just postponed the game. So it took them over an hour to uh, postpone. Uh, so thoughts and hope he makes it. He's listed in critical condition. I don't know if he's breathing on his own yet, but uh, yeah, it sounded like the scene. report was he was not breathing on his own. It's a super scary scene. A lot of people, obviously, everyone on the internet was just in shock at the moment. Um, the only thing I could think about is like Christian Eriksen at the Euros in 2020. Very yep. similar situation where his heart stopped and they had to revive him um, on the field. And that was scary. The positive note is that Christian Eriksen is back playing soccer. He played in this World Cup and he made a full recovery. And we can only hope and pray that this happens again with Hamlin. Uh, it was very scary. So, yeah, the, I mean, we're not going to speculate. We're not going to do anything but just... Send our thoughts, prayers, positive vibes that way because that's all you can do at this point. Yeah, and we'll try to entertain as best we can, even though that seems obviously the game is, or I'm sorry, the player is bigger than the game. So, uh, yeah, yeah, hopefully that he'll be able to uh, make a full recovery and everything will work out. So, uh, prayers up for him. Uh, so, anyways, um, happy couple two tree 2023. Uh, in Chicago, in uh, the you, yeah, hopefully, we'll get Johnny back. Johnny he was having some more internet connection. I guess the Telemundo internet was uh acting up again. I'm gonna need you to make a house call, Jason. You're you're our tech guy of the group. Um, I mean, I can handle my own, but you're you're really the guy that runs the show when it comes to you know internet and LAN and Ethernet and all that mumbo jumbo. You might have to make a house call, Johnny, because this is uh, it sucks. I know he had yeah. stuff to say. We were planning this whole big show with our resolutions and our predictions and stuff. Hopefully, he makes it back. Yeah, because we'll he, he bought a new HD camera. We were going to get that stashed in HD, and I think all the women were going to get wet and drippy I, over it. And I don't now... think the internet's ready for HD, Johnny. That's a main part about it. Maybe he doesn't want that smoke. As soon as that happens, this might change. You know, celebrity Johnny's not uh, – maybe he doesn't want that, so – We'll see. Maybe he does. Well, hopefully he does. But so, anyways, um, did you do anything for New Year's, my man? So I, I talked. Uh, yeah, I went over. We had family. We went to my uncle's house. I saw Johnny for a bit, but with two small kids, like we were back home by nine o'clock. We watched all the, you know, the Miley Cyrus New Year's, and then the Channel oh, Seven I, New I feel Year's, sorry for you. ABC. There's not, there's so not much bad. you can do. You know, They're the so kids. Bad. 
They're it was terrible, terrible programming. I said next year, I might freaking just go live on StreamYard and, and go on YouTube, make our own New Year show because we've got to be at least a hair more entertaining than like it wasn't even Janet Davies and Gian Greco. At least those made me laugh with these old ass people are making out every year. This year stunk. So, yeah, I caught I, I caught I, a little bit of it in the background around, I think, with two minutes left, three minutes left of till midnight. And I was just like, I don't know how anyone could watch this. I just want to like bash my head against the wall. It's it's that bad. stuff is so it's bad. bad television. Did you did you go out? Yeah. Um, so we actually celebrated New Year's. We went to the uh, dinner at this place called a Toto Madre in Glen Ellen. Highly recommend if uh, you guys want some some good tacos, like upscale tacos, um, not like big starish, but a little more little more fancy pants than that. Um, and then we just went by a friend's house in the city and celebrated. Uh, so that was that was fun. But um, next night was was interesting. So you know, New Year's Day, we just I was little hungover and we watched the bears whatever the fuck that was yesterday Groundhog's but day. around uh around seven o'clock or seven thirty ish or something my my brother texts me and he's like uh you want to go to casino and i was like i thought i thought you gave up gambling you know he's like like new year new you he's like new us and i'm like <laughs> there you go and i'm like rivers and he's like yes so we go and we played some blackjack had a very good time at the craps table. Learned um, learned how to play some some baccarat. Hey, Johnny's back. Hopefully, come on, Johnny, give us some good news. Hey, say something. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're uh, you're still on the you're still on the lag, but yeah, you're lagging. Let's see if we can power through this, and then no. and then we'll yeah, go from there. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, we hit, we hit the blackjack table. Um, we hit the craps table, which my brother was on a heater. He didn't roll a seven for like, I don't want to say over 20 rolls. He did, did not hit a seven on it. Taught me how to play some, uh, some Baccarat. And let's just say I had a very oh, nice my. Night okay. at the, at the casino last night. We got a couple, oh, see, we got a, we got a couple of black chips in there. Um, and we got a whole stack of, of greens in here. Um, so, uh, this the only is, reason wait, why I didn't hold cash, on. The only three... that, that's what I was about to ask you. Like you're going home. Like if it was like tickets from PGN or, or haunted trails, like you're going to save them for later. You didn't so cash the, out. The casino was slammed yesterday. Like it was, it was packed and, uh, there was a line about like, 40 people at the time we were leaving to go. So I actually have to go into the office on Thursday and I'm like, I'm just going to go on my lunch break and cash in. But yeah, this is, this is, right. uh, this is a lot of bourbon money right here. I'm not a casino guy. When we go to Vegas, Julie and I do the shows. Maybe we'll do a, like a concert. We'll go eat and stuff like that. Every once in a while, I'll play like roulette or something like that. So I don't even know how much money you got there. You could tell me that's five thousand dollars. You could tell me that's twenty five dollars. I don't know what that is. Well, the first three are black chips at at a, those are the black chips are a hundred dollars each. The greens are twenty five each. All right, so you had a good night. A very good, very good night at the casino yesterday. So um, paid back uh, paid back New Year's Eve. Paid back a couple bottles. Um, Going straight to Binnie's after. Uh, 
after you cash in. Yeah, and speaking of which, um, I just dropped my 2022 top whiskeys of the year. So I hope everyone gets a chance to check that out and see what I uh, picked as my my allocated bourbons. Um, some of those you can get in the shelf, but they're like new releases. But most of them are behind those. Sh- behind the back kind of stuff the there's a couple yeah there's a couple i don't want to spoil anything but there's a couple bottles that you should be able to find one of your honorable mentions um i know the the smoke wagon is available uh but yeah a lot of those are stuff i can only drink when i come over to your house and we will do a bourbon night soon especially with some uh white Sox twitter people because we got some friends here that uh that love the bourbons as well um so we, I, I don't know if we just mentioned this. The, the game was just postponed. Um, no no date on rescheduling yet or what they're going to do. But the game was officially postponed. So Yeah, they said that uh, they released a statement. But, yeah. So, um, okay, we got some we got some news, too, with the new year. Johnny, you, you, you working out good now? Is it? We got the Telemundo Internet going? Oh. No yep. dice. Might be might be a two might be a two man show today. Um, can, we can we, we we could double team this thing. Yeah, might need to might need to have uh, a Wevel contact Johnny for some Comcast internet yes, over there. That's a good idea. Shout out Wevel. Um, but yeah, right. we do have some news. We have some news starting the new year, right? Yes, we do. So as you saw yesterday, we released our brand new Bourbon Bump shirt, and. If you like Michter's, you're going to like this design. And also, we appreciate everyone who already purchased um, a shirt already. So thank you, thank you. Uh, it, we're going to run this contest. It's going to be anytime you buy the shirt, you're automatically entered to win a bottle of Blanton's with what five Z's. So we're going to get some of that good tater juice. Um, but if you buy a shirt, you get an automatic entry. If you buy any additional bum gear... When you purchase that shirt, you'll get another entry. Mm-hmm. So the more you spend, the more chances you have to win a bottle of Blanton's, which, if you don't know, is allocated. And I mean, it is and it isn't, you know, yeah. like, so it, it really depends, shouldn't depends be on the location. Depends yeah. on the location. Some places put it on the shelf or throw it on the, the glass case or on the counter. Some places keep it in the back. Yes, Mr. Hand, it is bourbon. And we appreciate you very much. But yeah, uh, yeah. So the contest goes until the end of the month, like we said on the previous show. All of that money is going to go straight into our whiskey at Comiskey tailgates. For the people that don't know what the whiskey at the Comiskey tailgates are, um, every select home games, Jason and I and Johnny will take some bottles of bourbon to Sox Park. Jason, you usually cook up a storm, and we have a good time. Like we don't charge. It's nothing. You know, we just want to make friends and and share bourbon because, like we always said. Bottles are meant to be shared. They're not supposed to be, you know, collecting dust or unopened for years at a time, which I appreciate about you and most of our close friends that drink whiskey. Like all of our stuff, even our rare quote unquote bottles, we open them, we try them, we share them, and that's how it should be. So, yeah, all of the money from the t shirt goes to the Whiskey at Comiskey. And uh, we're excited about next year. So, it's going to be a uh, fun time. Yeah. And we have uh, one more announcement. And that is this Wednesday night, the bums on the Tainted Glove channel on playback with Magnificent Stan. Brian, we are going to be doing an AW watch party 
on playback. So hopefully I will be able to get in the app this time and it'll work, but I will be there for shoot. Sure. Johnny has committed to doing it if his internet works. So we're going to have to put an asterisk on that one. And Jason, you might pop in for a segment or two, um, but it should be a fun time. I really liked what Brian did with Luke and Svo for the, uh, the Oregon bowl game. It was a fun time. It was a good group of people in the chat. And uh, we're looking to do this more often. I know Brian um, wants to do more wrestling content, and so do we. So it's a perfect, perfect marriage, if you will, of uh, of content. So it, sh- it should be fun. Are you uh, are you drinking tonight? I am. Uh, I started with the Buffalo Trace kosher wheat, which allegedly is a blend of certain Weller products. And from there, I've got a bunch of bottles on the bottom shelf. They aren't really bottom shelf, but they don't fit on this stuff. If you notice my setup, I, I got another shelf. They came as a pair, so I have like I might as well just start packing them full of bourbon. But the problem is none of my tall bottles, so like none of my smoke wagons, none of my high west, you know, like the E.H. Taylor single barrels or small batches, any tall skinny bottle don't fit. So yeah. those are still in the liquor cabinet upstairs. And then these are all uh, short bottles. <laughs> so That's right. Short is in. I do. I, you know what? Maybe uh, that should be one of my bum of the week. There are some bottles that piss me off because there's no way to store them correctly. You know, whether they be, you know, like I don't have a birthday bourbon, but that thing would suck to put on either a liquor cabinet or on a shelf because it takes it's a short, fat bottle that takes up so much yeah. space. Like the, or the, the, the Willet Pot Still, too. The Willet Pot Still. I've got a, like these old grand. I like old granddad. This is a great like budget bourbon, 114 proof, but it's so fat on the sides. Like I have to store it either sideways or, or I know bottling. I mean, you know, you don't shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but sometimes strategic storage. Like I got to start thinking about this. I'm running out of space. So I am uh, on the dry January. Credit to you. Of water. I'm proud of you. I don't know um, if I'm. However, proud of you. you might be my bum. However, I will be um, having my cheat day for uh, one away day on Saturday. Yeah, that's so gonna be we'll, fun. I'm gonna be drinking lots of water this week, but I will definitely um, be drinking some beer and possibly shots. I don't know. I don't. I haven't been to Reggie's in a while. Is uh, they have a nice bourbon selection there? I haven't been to Reggie's since I got into whiskey. Uh, Julie and I have been there for a couple concerts. It's been a while. I went there for a tailgate. Like you know, you take the bus to a Bears game and stuff like yeah. that. So I was just drinking Miller Lights and beer and stuff like that. So I really don't know. Either way, we're fine. We're gonna find something to drink. Yes, we will. Um. All right. Let's let's talk a little sports here before we get into some resolutions um so i don't really want to spend too much time in the bears game because it fucking sucked it was <laughs> it's every it week looked every like, week the looked same like, thing. but i mean i thought that was going to be a high scoring game it was for the lions it looks like everyone just went out too late on new year's eve and just was hung over and didn't care and didn't show up um i want to get your thoughts on two things before i pull up a tweet here uh, does do you think that Justin Fields should play on or next week against Minnesota? No, um, I really don't. I really think we talked about it last week and we asked, I asked you guys, should they rest Fields? And I saw people, I, I know Brian S was in the comments. I saw a bunch of people saying like, if he's healthy, he should play. He should get these reps. These reps are not helping him right now. 
these reps might hurt him more than they're going to help. We know he's good. We know he's the future. You're going to get him killed because this O-line against the Lions was so porous. They were so bad. At some point, it's going to start, like, he's going to start regressing. And we're already seeing it. You know, they, they were putting up, like, 29, 30 points for, like, four or five games consistently in the middle of the season. The offense has regressed. And obviously, there's injuries on the O-line. There's injuries at wide receiver. But these guys are bums. They need to revamp the line. They need to revamp the receiving core. Chase Claypool, four snaps in the first half. That's not helping us at all. At some point, these snaps, why you say, like, oh, get him, like, the reps, I'm not so sure it's good for him. Like, he's running for his life. You see him getting therapy in the middle of the game, like, on the sidelines and stuff like that. I don't want to see him play anymore. I I know he's the future. I'd rather rest him, play for the second pick or first pick if possible, and that's it. Because you you hear that like quote. Remember? Do you remember that quote Sam Darnold had like a couple years ago when he was with the Jets? He's like, "I'm seeing ghosts." Like yeah. he said that in the middle of a game, and he was mic'd up and stuff like that. At some point, Justin Fields is going to start seeing ghosts because he's got no one open. No one's protecting him for him. He's running for his life. There's no point of playing next week. I I don't see the point of him playing next week. But I there's still people like, "Oh, he needs to play if he's healthy and stuff." Like he's not healthy. You could you could already tell he's banged up. Every time he's coming off the sideline, he's limping, he's holding something, and he's a gamer. You know, like, he might not come off the field unless you tell him to. So it's not up to him. It's up to Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus. They should be the ones, you know, protecting their quarterback, like, for for his own good and their own good. Johnny, welcome back. It was hopefully we got you the rest of the show now. Uh, If if you guys can hear me. Yeah. You sound good. You look good. I had to take off the HD. That was the only reason why I, I don't know. If that, uh, well, the world, world was not ready for it. The, the yeah. internet is not ready for handsome 1080p Johnny. So that's a that's the loss. That's God set telling people you can't. Johnny would have bro- Johnny would have broke the internet more than Kim Kardashian would. Exactly. We we can't <laughs> handle Johnny at 1080p for our good too. Um, we we look a little bit more better, a little better. You know. I we can't. We, I don't want to be. You know, we're gonna look like two ghouls next to HD Johnny. <laughs> so Johnny, the the question was when we joined: Do you want to see Fields play next week after that embarrassing game? No, I, I, it absolutely not. There's no. There's he shouldn't have played uh, against the Lions. There was no. There was no need for it. Like, what's the point of playing them? Like, uh, one of the things that Eberflus. I don't want to get really too much into this, but one of the things that Everfluss was saying, like, oh, like he was like pretty much like the practice or whatnot. I'm like, what what practice? Like he's been doing fine. Like you're gonna get him killed. Like we don't have an offensive line. Well, most of our players are injured. Um, we don't want to injure this guy before we we get into the whole like you know goodie bag with our free agencies and our draft picks. So I, I just don't think that it's it's um it's necessary to to play him, especially at the last game. You have nothing to play for, um, and I uh, there was a thing about the the Vikings not even playing their players as well too. Like at that point, like you're you're not even going up against competition if that's if that's the case. So why put them in into the last game at, at this point? Um, I think it's a bad idea. I don't think they should put them in there. Um, just rest them. You know, this is our franchise QB. You, you don't want to. You don't want to mess a good thing up. I, 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 it gives me, it gives me haunting, um, uh, flashbacks of of Derrick Rose in, in that playoffs where you know we were flat. Like obviously it's a different scenario, but still, like I, I just, you know, don't put him in. I don't think it's a good idea. 
John John is in the comments. Johnny or Jason, you flashed it. You play fields if he's healthy. He has to learn still. What is he learning right now with the poorest offensive line that like there was one play where two different people were called for holding penalties and they still gave up a sack. What is he going to learn with wide receivers that are just flat out not open? Like I I don't see the the positive. The positive doesn't outweigh the negative in this situation, you know. If he was yep. if everyone was healthy and the full complement of players and Claypool was a player we thought he was going to be and Mooney's there and you know you could see progress made until next year. At this point I'm like we we know what he is. Uh, there's no reason. Uh-oh. We lost him again. There's no reason for well, uh, for playing. Oh, there we go. Um I'm I'm for the fact sit him just for the fact that if Minnesota is not going to play any of their starters that I want that number 1 pick and Houston's playing the god awful Colts next week which they're with their third string quarterback in. So if Houston wins and the Bears lose, number 1 pick for us. I'm all for that. So So the other argument I saw online was he's going to want to play because he's going to want to break that single season rushing record for oh, well, quarterbacks. Well, let him break it and then then sit him. I I get it. And and I would like to see him break that record and, and it would be awesome, you know, for him personally and and it's a great achievement. But I mean, you're still risking so much for so little, you know. So that's what's scary. He's learning how to read defense coverages blitz packages in game situations i'm not so sure he's learning any of that we didn't i mean against the lions none of that happened you know and it's not by any fault of his own because um oh my god luke getsy thank you luke getsy in that's that the last play of this first half did you, do you guys remember that where they it was seven seconds left Dude, I, I, I was i was hung over as fucking i so, just it was seven seconds left you thought they were going to go vertical, you know, just a Hail Mary. Instead, it looked like a Mickey Mouse play that he ended up throwing an interception to Hutchinson and stuff like that. That was mostly on coaching. It looked like it, they didn't give a fuck. It just they wanted to get into halftime and stuff like that. But if the coaching aren't, isn't going to help him, there's I don't understand. I don't think he's going to f- figure this out with one game left in the season, you know? Yeah. So I I just want to get that take on you because I want the one thing I really want to talk about was I'm gonna pull it up here this tweet um, from Adam Rank uh, last week. If Devontae Adams wants out of Las Vegas and is still mad at the Packers, the only thing left is for join is to join the Chicago Bears this spring. And I am all for the spite. I am all for the pettiness, and I hope that he's still pissed at the Packers and wants revenge because uh, if. Vegas is looking to trade up in the draft. I mean, you throw in a couple first in Devontae Adams, and uh, I'm happy. I'm okay with that. What do you think? I see it both ways. I really do. We have to get him help. Devontae Adams is probably the best you can do. There's another argument I saw on Twitter saying, like, if you're going to go for Devontae Adams, maybe you try for um, Hopkins in Arizona, too. They're both 30 years old. Devontae Adams has big ass contract. Yeah, forty four million after, after I think in twenty four and twenty five at thirty one and thirty two years old. Yeah. That being said, like we saw it this week, he went crazy. He had an awesome game with a backup quarterback. I'm, 
at first, when you sent me this tweet, I'm like, immediately, I want revenge games against the Packers twice a year and just let them go off because we've been on the other side of Devontae Adam games. But I also see the fact that it's like, oh, yeah, you have all this cap space and then you're going to waste it on a 31-year-old wide receiver at the time. So in a pinch, I'm going to say yes because you need to get him help. The the uh, wide receivers coming out of college doesn't seem like a great draft class and the wide receivers in free agency also aren't that great of a draft class. And that's another reason why I wasn't mad at the Claypool trade at the time. Now it looks terrible because he hasn't really shown up. He's not healthy. The bear or the Steelers are going to be picking like 34th. And you know, when the Steelers draft that pick, what we're all going to be freaking sad as hell because that could have been the Bears pick, but I'm still not mad at the Claypool trade, and I wouldn't be mad at this now because because of the fact that the talent pool in college and in the free agency is so down. So would yeah. you be okay with Hopkins? I would take Hopkins or, or Adams. Yeah, I would love either one of those. Um, the only thing I don't like much about Devontae Adams is the contract more that's sold in the age because, yeah, he's only guaranteed, but... I mean, you don't want to get, you don't want to do the Ryan Pace special of being in cap hell for. But that being said, if you got the money, spend it, right? We, right. We, we are White Sox fans and we get pissed that the team isn't spending money. So we can't have it both ways. And, and, and I'll admit it where it's like, if we're mad at the White Sox for not spending money, we can't get but the, mad the, at the, the Bears difference for is spending there's no, money. There's no cap in baseball. It's just a tax. No, I get, yeah, I get that. But if you're trying to get them better, this would be a good, you know, I'm not saying blue chip prospect because he's 30, but he's as best. He's as good as they come. You know, he's a top five receiver for the last eight seasons, basically. Yeah, Johnny, you want Devontae? Well, I, I guess the one thing that 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 kind of scares me is a little bit, and like I said, it's you know the whole thing with with Claypool um, coming over. You know, we all thought that like, all right, we you know we got to I want to say number one wide receiver. Num- I would say number two at best, but still, you have a better wide receiver option that you had that you didn't have before. Um, and if we were to get, you know, Devonte Adams, obviously he would know a lot of the play calling because, you know, he did work with, with Getsy, So he would be more familiarized with the offense. Um, so if, if we could pull the trigger, I mean, you know, you're, you know what you're going to get in Devonte Adams. Like that dude, that dude could, could uh, definitely ball out. He definitely can help out the offense for sure. And you and you know you're gonna get a, a top talent. Yes, he's not, you know, 24, 25 years old. He's not a young gun, but still, 30 years old. I mean, shit. I wish I was, you know, you know, 30. Um, I would go for it. Absolutely. I mean, you're you don't need a quarterback, and you can also still get um, good value out of the um, out of the draft as well too. Um, obviously, they're, you know, you want to get offensive line. They got a lot of holes that they got to fill. But you could. This is why we're in a good position. Because you have all that that money, you have draft capital now. It's just a matter of how, um, you know, how Poles is going to pretty much um, figure this all out. Like I said, I wouldn't want to be him, man, because you, you have a lot of stuff that um, that you could work with. But it's just a matter of like how do you how do you go about it? But yeah, if if we go through the, the Devontae Adams route, I'm all for it, 100. So, I mean, so let me throw yeah. it out at you guys. Say we stay at two. The second pick overall. And the Raiders are at what? Nine-ish right now? I didn't check after the end of the games. 
but it's two and nine swapped and Devontae Adams? Or are you asking for more picks on top of that? Yeah, I would say I would say I saw people say that would be like two firsts and Devontae. Damn, Maybe that's a, that would be steep for the Raiders. But we've seen yeah. the Raiders do stupid ass shit in the past. They they have done stupid shit in the past. Like you take I mean, if they have if what Bears get the ninth pick overall, and then it, like whatever it is, seven, eight, nine, and then you get the Raiders' first round pick next year, first round pick twenty four. I you can't, I don't think 20- they go. They don't go do three picks. There's no way. I mean, they'd be stupid. Or maybe a, like a like a third uh, yeah, round or something, down. maybe something like that. And throw in Devontae. I mean, if it's if it's only two nine swap and Devontae, do you do it? Yeah, I don't do. It. I don't. I wouldn't either. No, it's got. It's got to be. I. I need to at least two first round picks. Yeah. Thrown in there and a. Uh, in like a mid mid round pick, third or fourth round pick too. It, it has so. to. It has to make sense. That's the only way yeah. that you know. It, it, the Bears are in a great position right now, and it just it has to make sense. You you just don't want to try to be like, oh hey yeah we could get Devontae Adams and you you really don't get anything back like really good in return. I'm not gonna do it. It has to make sense. So hopefully polls, you know, whatever is going to start cooking for that during that draft and they want to do whatever they want. Obviously, Tennessee looks like they're going to look for a quarterback as well, too. Um, I don't know what, you know, they can offer or whatever. But, you know, obviously we're either going to get draft picks or we might we go this route. But like I said, it just it has to make sense. Yeah, 100 percent. And we'll see what happens if Bears get the number one pick next week. Uh that's why I'm okay with sitting fields because Houston actually might win that game against. Because I hate the Colts; they fucked me so hard this season. <laughs> They've on, been so bad fantasy for like like four every years. time I'm every yeah. I I lost uh I lost first round of the playoffs in fantasy last week just because the L.A. Chargers picked off Foles like three times and then sacked him like seven times or whatever and uh it, they just they always kill me. So they uh. The thing is, like they, I, I just said, they've been so bad for the last four years. They were, they haven't. You know, they had a good defense. They made the playoffs like two out of the last four years or three out of the last four years. But they, I, whenever I think they're going to lose, they win, and whenever I think they're going to win, they lose. It's one of those teams where I just can never predict what the Colts are going to do. And now this year, they're booty cheeks. Yeah, terrible. Maybe Derek Carr will be on the Colts next season. Who knows? All right. So as we said, it's couple two tree. 2023 uh so we decided we're going to do some resolutions here and we're going to start with our uh sports resolutions so we're going to do five up to five sports resolutions for your for your chicago teams that you would like to see in 2023 uh so peter we'll uh i'll let you go first here what do you what do you got here for your sports resolutions all right so first let me let me ask you a question are we doing resolutions and predictions separately because I, um, I did them more yeah, as we'll do, predictions, but I can make resolutions too. If oh well, predictions, okay, let's let's do pr- predictions. Sorry, so okay, so I because I have those ready. My first one, the, we'll stay with the Bears. You got your shirt on. We just talked about the Bears. I really do think they're gonna do. They're gonna go from for, from worst to first next year. Ooh, I like. That. And the reason I say that is because the Vikings are pretenders. We know that for a fact. They're frauds. Kirk Cousins is a bum. I don't think he's going to be on the team next year. 
So I'm not worried about the Vikings, even though they're running away with the division and they're light years better offensively than we are now. The Packers are being the Packers this year again and sneaking their way into the playoffs. But Rodgers, another year older, he might not be back. We don't know what's happening with them. The Lions are a really good team, shockingly. I didn't think Dan Campbell was going to be a good coach. He's got this team playing hard and motivated. So the Lions might be a problem. Don't tell Oh, Bob Pence, I said that. But with the right moves, with the right draft, the right trades, the right free agency, I really do think this division is here to win. And I'm going to talk about the base, or the AL. The AL Central is very similar to the NFC North, where I think all the teams are fighting each other. They're not really you know, contenders outside of their own division, but the division's there to win. So next year, my prediction is that the Bears win the NFC North. Okay. Johnny, you got one? Um, yeah. So I'm going to pick the, the White Sox to bounce back and win the division. I think that they, they, have, they have way too much talent for them to do what they did last year. A lot of things, you know, happen, injuries, down years, I think a lot of players are going to bounce back. I think Eloy is going to have a big year. I think Giolito is going to have a big year as well, too. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I think he is. Um, Tim Anderson is going to, yeah, Tim Anderson is going to, Tim Anderson, he's he's going to be, you know, hitting three, 315, 320 average. He's going to be doing his thing again. Cease is going to take a next the, the next big step. I think he, you know he goes on, and I think he becomes that Cy Young award winner that he probably you know he was close. You know, there's a lot of good pitchers. Obviously, Verlander was in a different um, stage, but um, you know Cease could have could have won as well too. But just like how you said, Peter, I'm going to piggyback off of you, what you said with with the uh, NFC North. The Central's winnable. You know, I, I just can't see Cleveland doing what they did. Uh, what they did uh, th- this past year again. Like, I'm not saying that they don't have talent because they're the Cleveland Indians and they, I'm sorry, the, the Guardians, but they always somehow sneak in. They, they always win. They always find, find a way to win. The Twins, they don't scare me anymore like how they used to back from like the 2000s when they were winning the division every single year. I just don't think they, they're that team anymore. Kansas City, they're a little, they're young, so they they might be a little sneaky. So you, you might have to watch out for them. They could be uh, this year's, I guess, Detroit Lions if you want to put a comparison. They're very young, so um, you know they could be sneaky as well too. I'm not saying that they're going to be very competitive, but they always kill us in the division as well too. Um, so hopefully with the change with uh, with our new coach coming in. Um, you know, we could finally beat the Kansas City Royals, but it all starts beating the division, and I think the White Sox will win the AL Central. I like it. Okay. Uh, my prediction is uh, that Ted Phillips is going to resign. We know president of the Bears. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Boo! What? I mean, it just means my prediction will come true. Um, no, my prediction is going to be that the um, Bears will be under new ownership. In wow, by the end of the year? Because. Oh, I know what you're doing. Don't put that Virgin- out there in the world. We know. Okay. Yep. Virginia. Connect your own dots. Yeah. Right. Bears will be under I, new ownership. 
Thank you. I, I knew I didn't know where you were going with it. I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna sell a team. That's gonna be fast for a year. But I know where you're going. Um, I'm gonna leave it at that. But I know <laughs> connect those dots. Um, you got another. You got another sports prediction, Peter. I got one. I mean, and it's the same way you just said did your Ted Phillips one. I, I told Billy I was gonna talk Chicago Fire. I'm gonna be disappointed in the Chicago Fire. <laughs> That's the evergreen tweet. That's an evergreen statement. Um, they haven't really done anything this offseason. I mean, it's still early. I don't see them doing anything. My resolution for the fire is that I'm going to go to more fire games. I haven't been to a fire game in two years, which is shocking. I, we used to be season ticket holders. We used to go all the time. They've been really, really bad. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go to more fire games, although I will be disappointed in the season. Ooh, got another good... That sounds like a. Oh. That sounds like a. Oh, that's a call out I, right there, man. I like this prediction. Uh, I don't know, Mister Hand might be a scratch golfer, and we'll find out. But we are planning on going golfing this spring. Um, it's going to be a fun time. I I, I I accept that challenge. Johnny, you got another one? Uh, yeah, and it's about the Blackhawks. They will get the number one pick in the draft. Ooh. I'm predicting that now. I know it's, I think it's a little different. I think they kind of have like the same similar thing to like what basketball is where it's not like you're the record or something like that. Don't they have the same thing? I I think it's like the same thing, but I, I think just the way that everything's like, I think it's at that time that we, we get into that number one pick. Um, Who knows? Maybe the bears and the Blackhawks will get number one picks because we still got a chance to get that number one pick, but what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. But I think, I think the Blackhawks will get that, uh, that number one draft pick. I like that. All right. I'd be, I'd be happy with that. You know, I got one. Yumper said the bulls will blow it up is his sports prediction. I had, that the Bulls are going to try and trade Zach Levine to the Lakers. We've we've been hearing those tea, tea leaves all season. Uh, I mean, at least in the beginning of the season. I was going to ask you guys, did you want to talk Bulls and ask if they are hashtag back, even though they went on that little that little win streak? But they're not. They're not contenders. No. Um, I think they overachieved. They're pretenders. They overachieved last year. Last year, and we're seeing. What another year older, what a banged up group, no Lonzo ball. Like this team is kind of in the mud. They're what the bear well, the Bears were for the last five seasons, where it's like they're not really contenders, they're not really bottom of the league, they're not rebuilding, like they have to shit or they, get off the pot. And so the, I think Zach Levine is gonna get traded. The Bears or the Bulls just basically did the Jerry special of let's just run it back. They didn't improve at all when they had the chance to. Everyone else and yeah. everyone else around them in the division got better, and they didn't. So everyone kind of predicted this from the beginning and just hoped that we would be able to catch lightning in a bottle, which is the Reinsdorf way. And yeah, and they work. were fun last year. Like I enjoyed watching Bulls games last year. You know, Demar was awesome. It, there was like a lot of and and I should say there's still somewhat fun like i like watching io de sumo play but overall they're just a bad team right now they're they're yeah. they're no man's land so yeah i saw that zach contract nobody wants obviously it's gonna be freaking tough to trade a supermax the lakers seem like obviously he wants to go to la the lakers seem to pull off these 
moves that no one else can pull off. That's what I'm hoping. I mean, it's a long shot, but that's my prediction. I, I want to see it happen. I would hope to see it happen. I I still think that I said it. I said it when we were when we were talking about this. I didn't think that we should have uh, signed Zach Levine. That was my whole thing. I, I you know I was on I was on a, it, it was a rock and a hard place. I could see yeah. it both ways. Like if yeah, you let him look, go, I mean, look at you can't let him yeah. go. It was tough. Yeah, but um, one of you know I, I don't mean to like kind of jump over here, but I'm kind of since we're talking about the Bulls, I think we're going to be sellers when it comes time to the trading <laughs> deadline. I, I just don't think that. This something's wrong with the locker room. Obviously, the injuries do, do, do hurt. I think even if we had ball, um, it, maybe things would have been a little, might be a little bit different because, you know, he's a, a good two way player. But I just don't think that something's wrong, man. Something is definitely off. Coaching, yeah. they're not on the same page. It just, it's not, it's not fun to watch this uh, team at all. Yeah, it's not. It's and not the same as last. I just think at the training deadline they're going to be sellers. Um. My prediction, my next prediction is going to be that the uh, Bulls and the White Sox will be under new ownership for 2023. Am I connecting the dots again? Yeah, connect the dots. <laughs> the boogeyman's coming. Boogeyman, the boogeyman's they're coming not, for the they're not for the bad sports. The, you've got no. a man. You've got a black cloud hanging over your head. That I, for the record, we're not predicting this. Seth. you're on your own, my man. Because I don't want the karma <laughs> coming your way. Um, it's, no, it's 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 because no Jerry's going to outlive us all. The the billboard that they're putting up is going to force him to crawl into a hole and sell everything. It's it's like that meme with with the Grim Reaper going to like each door, all the doors. That's yeah, Jason. all the doors. Jason, Jason's like that right now. <laughs> I'm going to Photoshop that with all the doors of Chicago sports team. Jason, you're wishing some ill will. I'm just which saying, is needed. I'm not saying it's uh, like. Yeah, I'm, but look, I don't. I'm just, I don't I'm like just saying vision. what everyone's thinking. Yeah, thank. Yeah, there you go. But at, le- at least hopefully the Sox will be under new ownership. Hopefully the billboard will get him to. There is <laughs> yeah. there is a very there's a very cryptic tweet from someone that he thinks that I forgot who it was, but that he's seeing that he's hearing that there's going to be two baseball teams for sale in 2023. Oh, I saw that. It ain't gonna be us. We ain't that lucky. We ain't that lucky. Unless... Right, I'm going to stick to baseball because Johnny, you mentioned it. You you predicted the White Sox are going to be back and win win the division. My prediction is that Eloy is going to be a top three home run hitter in the AL. Ooh. Maybe in the whole league, but in the AL, okay. for sure. We all expect, Cherizi had that famous prediction of 74 home runs last year. And, you know, we all had chuckled and stuff like that. That could happen. Eloy had a hell of a second half of the season. From the All-Star break to the end of the year, he was as hot as anybody for a good stretch there. We all are waiting for him to pull a full season together. You know, injuries and everything. I think the DH thing is going to help a lot. You know, if he's not in the outfield, keep his legs healthy. Keep his everything healthy, basically. And when he's focused, that guy could fucking hit. So that's my prediction. I feel like the Sox as a whole are going to hit a lot more home runs than last year because, I mean, they have to. Really, they're just bash, bashing the ball into the ground all, all season long. And I know Pedro Gafal was mentioning that, like, we got to get the ball back in the air and stuff like that. So, yeah, Eloy, top three home runs. Uh, Mr. Hand with the two teams are Arizona and L.A. God damn it. <laughs> Maybe L.A. will do a fire sale and we can get Ohani for pennies mm. on the dollar. Ohani for pennies on the mm. dollar. No. Um, I was, I was going to piggyback my prediction is the White Sox power comes back. 
Yeah. I feel like I we feel need. like the it's going to be all around power surge. I think Sleepy Tony, his bad juju is finally gone off the team, and Pedro's going to be able to whip those guys and get them into shape. And as long as uh, they get new um, trainers and hire some masseuses and do some stretches before the game, and everyone stays healthy, that power is going to come back. I like it. We're I mean we're all pretty positive on the White Sox, and we need it because we're going to be at a bunch of games. At least we could hope for the best. Yep. Um, any other sports predictions for you guys? Uh, those were my four. I don't. I I, I was going to try to make a Cubs one. I think uh, Cousin John is in the chat. Maybe he has a Cubs prediction. He said that I, the Cubs versus Cardinals. Oh, battle for the division. Yeah. All right. He's, yeah, he I'll, said I'll, battle for Cards division behind the league's best defense. I'll piggyback What's on that defense? one. <laughs> prediction for the bums. We're going to be drunk at a bunch of games. Yeah, so it wouldn't matter. It, it doesn't matter what, what the score is or anything because <laughs> we, we won't I'd, remember. I'd rather be drunk in uh, winning performances, but either way, it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you guys have, want to move on to some New Year's resolutions then? <laughs> I do have some resolutions. Oh, they were more like personal resolutions than the, we than, than team resolutions. Do you have team resolutions? I have a personal. No, one. I didn't. I didn't have any team. It was just. Yeah, we got pers- we got some personal ones. Both yeah, as I got a couple for like you know as the bums and then as like Peter or Baloney. So Johnny, go ahead. So I don't know if they're 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 listening right now. Um, whether whether it's uh, it's Billy or your sister, but I had I have had this conversation with them about running. Um, there's a there's there's a club that they run uh with actually one of them was a club that my dad used to run and oh, and your dad as well too back in the day um and we actually started the conversation started at jason's house um it was uh it was a halloween party and we started talking and you know i told him like hey like you know i'll go you know run or you know actually go to uh one of the meetings and today um in the conversations of Peter, you know, by the way, hi, Luke, um, p- pretty much uh, Peter, you know, uh, telling Luke about, you know, his walking adventures and just pretty much everybody just kind of pretty much tagging everybody in about, you know, doing something. And I'm going to get sister, to that my, my MVP. Yes, and your sister, yeah. yeah, your sister tagged me about, you know, running in this club. Now, I, I told you that I actually hurt myself at the gym. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what were, I did. Not yeah. one week after you were on the Festivus show with the one away guys talking about your gym etiquette and you're a gym rat. And all of a sudden I see you on New Year's Eve and you can't carry a pot of tamales because you fucked up your shoulder. So what happened yeah. there? Yeah. Well, I, it was it was bench pressing. I usually do chest on Saturdays and I was bench pressing. And all of a sudden I felt something. It didn't felt it didn't feel good. And then I was trying to go to the dumbbells and it was kind of like, all right, I know this is a bad idea. I ended up picking the dumbbells. I'm like, nope. <laughs> I think that fucking made it worse. So um it. yeah. So, anyways, um I'm gonna my my resolution is I'm definitely gonna go and run with them. I will go on a Wednesday because they always meet up on Wednesdays, and I will go. It's a promise. Peaky promise, however you want to do it, I will go and run with them. 
So that's my my resolution. I I, I will. I don't know. Obviously, it's 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 nice out in in January. Uh, you know, knock on wood. Let's not jinx it. So hopefully, maybe next week or or so. Obviously, we're doing the the, the podcast this Wednesday. Uh, if my internet holds up, but um, yeah, maybe see if we could do it on Wednesday. If my uh shoulder is obviously my shoulder has you don't need to your do shoulder running. to run. Yeah, yeah, obviously I could run, but um. We'll see. You can run like, I'm not making you can excuses. Run like Tina and run like Tina and Bob's Burgers, which is just your arms down to your side. And <laughs> if anyone watches that show, that's yeah. Uh, I have a resolution that I'm gonna work my hardest to get a sponsor for this show. Liquid Death or uh, old granddad, Jim some Bean, bourbon Jim sponsor Bean or something or somewhere. I like we, it. We need we need to be sponsored. Uh, I, shout out Spags. He tweeted me about a MeUndies and I was like, yeah, let's get MeUndies to sponsor the show. Well, well uh, we want to talk about underwear, Peter. You you want to get some little tidy, I don't, I hug. do not. That was my wife tweeting at me in the middle of the night. I don't know what was happening there. There was some nut huggers involved. If you guys go on my Twitter timeline, that'll be on there. Oh, so that was, so that was Julie, Julie who wanted them for, wanted Julie, them Julie apparently saw this ad on Instagram or something, which I don't know what that means about her targeted ads that they're men underwear. <laughs> but she sent me this picture. She was upstairs. I was downstairs. And it was like basically a bra for your fucking nuts. Like in the <laughs> underwear. And she's like, what do you think of these? I'm like, this is weird. I don't want any part of this. And, and she's like, look at the reviews. Everyone swears by them. I'm like, I don't care about the reviews. I'm cool with my regular freaking old man dad Haynes underwear. <laughs> like, we're cool. Every so often, I'll, 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 you know, we're going out. Maybe I'll put on my nice silky ones. But uh, I'm cool. I'm okay with. <laughs> yeah, don't. You don't need those. You don't need the. Don't get yeah, those. We don't need the details. Yeah, yeah. We're not getting those. Yeah. No. But if yeah. MeUndies wants to sponsor the podcast, I'll wear whatever underwear sponsors us. Fruit of the loom. We we, we will sh- we will be, you know, shameless shills for whatever corporate overlord wants to yeah. give us money. Brett Favre is a scumbag. I'm sure Wrangler's looking to uh, get rid of him. I'll wear some dad jeans. I- I'm I'll, I'll freaking cut lawns in some Wranglers. I'm I'm down for any of that. So I like that sponsor for the show. I dig it. Yeah, what was your resolution, Peter? So uh, the resolution for us as a whole is look what we talked about in our winter meeting, more YouTube content. We're, we're, you know, Jason, you had your video out today. I had my 12 days of whiskey. I'm going to do more whiskey content, like maybe like one weekly review, stuff like that. We're really building this thing up. Uh, I'll say, you know, hammer that like button, subscribe. We're working on the subscribers and stuff like that. But... As a whole, we're going to really work on YouTube content and maybe get Jason on TikTok to do some one minute rants. Some one. I was going to do like, my. I was going to do my old yeah. man shouts at cloud uh, yes. segment. Uh, yes. And the for YouTube shorts, which and I'm I'll gonna, put them on TikTok. Yeah. I'll, oh, I'll copy them. them. Yeah. yeah. But, but just I was get gonna, more content out there besides the one weekly show that we do right now. Yeah, I mean, I was going to uh, like working with the title but something along the lines of like making you bum in 30 seconds or 60 seconds yeah we'll, we'll work making, on that. making me making me bum in 60 seconds get making off my lawn in, making you bum in 60 seconds yeah punny, and punny, personally ha, ha, ha. i know julie's in in here she's i mean everyone sarah too sarah and julie have really supported us you know 
whether it be us going to games, going to wrestling events, doing the tailgates, doing all this stuff, they've really, you know, been ride or die with us. And we appreciate that greatly. I've been on Twitter way too much. Part of it is because we're trying to grow this thing and, you know, build it up and, and you know, kind of be on the Internet at all times and all day. I got to put the phone down. So that's my resolution. You know, whether it's like one movie a night or, you know, just a couple hours throughout the day, that's my resolution. I will be putting the phone down, spending more time with the family and stuff like that because they've been super supportive. I feel like I should return the favor. Yeah. So, but yeah, but look for it shortly. I, I got a couple lined up uh, ra- 60 second rants. I mean, that's, up, your, so. that's your wheelhouse, man. I just want to get you angry and put you out there to the internet. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard though when I haven't uh, when I'm doing dry January and the bourbon hasn't got me riled up yet. So. <laughs> Angry rants start in February. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, um, I don't know if we want to tease this right now, but um, Johnny, you got a you got a birthday coming up, and we had some ideas. Oh, you have? Well, no, I said you had some ideas about us maybe doing a little get together. Oh in the yeah, city yeah, for- yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm not quite sure just just yet, but um, yes, I have a birthday coming up in in February. It's it's gonna be like I think I would ha- probably have it like the first week of February. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of contemplating having it either at Corks or or Turtles. Um, I didn't even know Turtles had a second floor until a couple of weeks ago when I went to a buddy's uh, a birthday party, which is real nice. Um, but yeah, definitely would like to have the you know our our our, our listeners are you know obviously we be, we become more than listeners you know more you know more friends as well too so I definitely would like to have a lot of you guys uh, come to the birthday party as well too uh, once they get everything set up um, and figure out what's going on definitely would like to have uh, all you guys over there have a couple drinks yeah. no shots for me but um, yeah we'll uh, we'll we'll figure it out and. We'll uh, we'll put it out there. This is an easy resolution. I'm in, Yump. Whenever you want to grab some brews, even I, I haven't had a beer since like, I had one or two beers during Cherizy's, uh concert at uh, where were we? Sound Growler. Uh, but I haven't drank beer since uh, the 108 challenge started. The 108 weight loss challenge started. I will break that resolution to grab beers with Yump. I I'm in. That's an easy easy resolution. I like beer. Not invited. Yeah, I like he beer said, too. Baloney. That yeah, I like beer too. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Everyone's invited, of course. Damn well, yump. <laughs> yeah, excluding excluding us because we live slightly farther away. Slightly farther. Nerve. Hey, I got a trivia question for you guys. Are we it's doing cocktail. trivia again? I'm I got. In. I got. I can. I got a couple two two questions we can ask before I'm you. I'm in for trivia once a week. Like you know, just give it. Give us a couple questions. Have the comments. Answer some. I, I like trivia. Um, here's a quick one. What rum-based cocktails recipe was first published in a Cuban bar guide in 1929? Is that a Cuba Libre? I don't even know what's in a Cuba Libre. We should be asking no. you these questions. I don't make mixed drinks. This is, Look, this, this is, is my mixed drink. Is... I mix beer, or I mean beer. I mix bourbon with glass. That's I don't do mixed drinks, so you're asking the wrong person. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, if anyone in the comments wants to take a guess, is what <laughs> rum-based cocktails recipe was first published in the Cuban Bar Guide in 1929? The answer is mojito. Aww. Mojito. 
have all these bar trivia questions or cocktail trivia questions. Give us two more. Give us two one more. until we answer something. No, Nobody we'll answered in the comments either. Oh, this yeah. this one's this one's easy. The process of mixing herbs, fruits, or vegetables into a cocktail by gently crushing them in ah, with a blunt instrument. I know that yeah. one. See, yeah. There you go. That right, was easy. There we go. Uh, oh, yes, Mr. Mr. Hand knew it. Mr. Hand knew it. Mojito right away. He's good. What a classy guy. With the mojito, yeah. I could I could see him with the mojito and a cigar. Just and a, and, a, and a nice Hawaiian shirt. And yeah, cigar. 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 Maybe like uh, you know, what do they call those? The habaneras, the no, the guayaveras, the shirt with the hat. Yeah. I could see Aloha Mr. Hand, you know, on the beach somewhere having a mojito and a cigar. I like that visual. That's the life right there. All right, Peter, you had a question of the week for us. I do. And I um talked we talked about basically stealing ideas from everywhere and everywhere. I saw this conversation on Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura's podcast. And it was interesting. And I want to ask you guys the same exact question. Now, it's different because there's only two of them and there's three of us. So I changed, the, I changed it a little bit. All three of us in a UFC cage, would we be able to beat, say, John Jones? Three against one. And, and UFC rules or like actual UFC fight? rules. UFC rules. We're a team, and John Jones is by himself. Do we win? Hell yeah, we win. Do you ever? Do you see fucking Johnny's guns, man? One punch from that, and I don't think we John, beat John Jones. Jones. Is I think out. John Jones smokes all three of us. There's no way. There's and so this is the question was like they were going like through different fighters and like the the smaller weight classes are like. Like, I'm just a big, bigger guy. So, like, you guys rush him. I tackle them. And, like, you know, even Conor McGregor, he has strong hands. He's not beating all three of us at once. But then once we started moving up in weight class, I was like, I don't know about John Jones. Like, so another 205 champion like uh, Cormier. Can we beat Cormier three on one? I don't think so. I mean, you just have to have, like, so it's all about strategy, right? Yeah. You, you you flank him on left and right, and the third bum runs around the back and jumps on his back and chokes him. So that's my plan was like, I lay and pray. I'm the big dude. We get him down, and I just my fat ass just lays on the motherfucker, and then you guys <laughs> go ham. The problem is, like someone like John Jones or even Anderson Silva, they're so accurate with their punches. They're punching us. First time, and son of, one of us is going down. So then it's two <laughs> on one. Like we're, we're in trouble. So I was looking through the 205 like previous champions. I don't think we could beat Cormier. I really don't think we could beat John Jones three on one. Forrest Griffin, I think we could beat him. <laughs> so it really depends on the person. And I didn't even, I didn't even bother if, to, to do heavyweight. Like Brock Lesnar, you know, Francis Ngannou. And if you no, get in my way, and that's I'm your kick. own fault. <laughs> Johnny, and do you Johnny, think, you start doing kicks. Do you and think if we have a gets chance? In your way, that's his own fault. Well, I mean, look, man, uh, how wait, how tall are these guys? Like John, what John Joe? He's like John what, Jones is like tall. John six. Jones is like six four, two oh five. He's got reach. He's gonna freaking punch you from across the ring, Johnny. Okay, no, no, I don't. Think I'm not gonna John Jones. I'm not gonna go first. Because there's no way, because obviously it's, we're a team, man. I, 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 no, we are a team. 
you would have to go first because you're tall and you you would have some sort of at least but you have to go in there quick you you have to you have to try to like i don't know hug him or something like that just to, and then jason you probably would have to go we would have to really literally sit down and think about we got to come up with a game plan and come back next week and talk about it (laughs) he can't he can't look out of this is science he can't look out of both eyes at the same time so you you get one on the left one on the right the other one runs behind and jumps on his back and chokes him out you got to think about another thing too they they know they're black belts in jujitsu we're not going to just choke him we're from chicago no 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 no. we fight dirty wait hold on you got to think about this um I haven't I haven't really watched UFC in, in a very long time where I know if somebody has a good chin or not. So I'm assuming that both of these guys have good chins, correct? Yes. Potentially, yeah. Okay. That's gonna be hard. Because he's not he's not they're not gonna go, they're not gonna you're not gonna somebody like that. Like here, if you asked me if I, I was gonna go up against and I know this is a totally different sport. But in boxing, if I was going to go up against Mickey Ward or Gotti, there's no chance because there's no way you're going to knock any of those guys down. So, I mean, you you have to really think about this. But if it's three on one, it might be a different situation. Like, I'm not there's no way I mean, like, if I go against Jones, I'm fucking like five something like the guy's like yeah. six, four. He's so like, that's he's what like I'm a, saying. Yeah. Like, you know, if we're fighting Mighty Mouse, Mighty Mouse Johnson or like someone in the, you know, even like Frankie Edgar. It's just a size advantage. Me and Jason just rush them, and yeah. we beat them. Once we get the two hundred five, and and I didn't even think about heavyweights. We we would get our asses kicked against Lesnar or Francis Ngannou yeah. or Stipe yeah. Miocic. I didn't even want to think about that. And one eighty five, one eighty five is kind of the breaking point. Like one one eighty five, two hundred five. We might be able to take some of them, but not all of them. Like 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 I said, Forrest Griffin, he he's a freaking tomato can and i'm saying this with all due respect he's a world-class athlete and you know like yeah like watch really, it, watch really it. somebody somebody somewhere <laughs> like the twitter like somebody finds it like oh you think it could take me huh uh but yeah like, it all they were t- yeah. they were talking about it two on one and i'm like there's no way they beat anybody three on one's different so i really do think we could hang with some 205 fighters maybe but i still think we get our ass kicked yeah it all depends on the fighter <laughs> Can I petition to wear the big padded boxing helmets like no? (laughs) (laughs) Stupid! I think I said big diapers or something like that. (laughs) Shitting our pants! I still have I still have hockey I still have hockey equipment from my like adult learn to play league. (laughs) Jason, you (laughs) guys fucking show up in like hockey and goalie pants. Jason, you go to play it against sports and play uh, get some football gear. (laughs) See. Little Yumper put out Nate Diaz. So, so that's and, that was their that, no, that's so another that was their So that was yeah. Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura. That was the 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 example they gave. Can those two beat Nate Diaz? And I was like, no way, dude. Nate Diaz kills Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. But three on one, I think we could beat Diaz. Uh, he's know, also like get... probably the best jujitsu fighter out there. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's fucking like, crazy. He's dude. fucking like uh, Stretch Armstrong, like rubber. So, like, Jason, your idea of, like, going behind him and choking him out, that's just not going to work. <laughs> I mean, it's all about planning. Wait, I'm glad. Dot, dot, thank God you're watching. I meant to call you before this podcast started because I wanted to get your, like, basically advice on this. If For those people that know, that does my cousin. He fought MMA for a while, um, local circuit and stuff like that. But he was really good. 
at at the time he fought 155. So I'm confident in saying, Tata, we'd kick your ass three on one. <laughs> if you want to set this up, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll do this. But, you know, 185, 205. I, I'm interested to see his, I'm going to wait for his comments. Do you think we have a chance against anybody? Oh, Tata's no. going to kick our ass. Fuck. <laughs> Look, here he wants to fight right now. Wants, he already wants to go. He, he wants um, to fight Peter because Peter said that. We didn't say any of that stuff. So that's, No, you're that's in it. We're three on one. This is no, 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 no. You, you said that. Come to on. You're, I'm sorry. See, that's the problem. You guys are backing out already. No. Um, is there money involved? <laughs> yeah. I, I just, it, it, you're right, Peter. It, it, it has to do with the weight class. It has to do, like. Yeah, it, like a 145 go... fighter. I'm going to sit on him and it doesn't, like, we win. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like also, I said, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to fight someone that I, that I'm, I'm friends with. So, would you? Okay, here. oh, Mr. Switzerland over here. You were talking a big <laughs> game about five minutes ago, and then we got an MMA guy. Yeah, in the chat. I have no, I have no, uh, I have no allegiance to Forrest Griffin or <laughs> sign, Nate Diaz. Sign waivers and let's do it. I, I can't believe this is the same. This is the same guy doesn't want to go onto the whole kiss bed as well too. So. Um, what are the odds that that was listening? Thank you for watching or listening. Here, Tata. different different sport in in his prime, three against one, Mike Tyson. Fuck no, I'm not even getting in the ring. Are you crazy, man? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> no, fuck that. Um, all right, before before we bump some people here, we, I want to pull this up here because we, we wanted to get a quick shout out. Yes, it's coming up. We're coming quick. a month and a half away. Wiener Circle, February 18th. We're going to be there. Relish Room. Jumper and Slow. Get it. Be Hot there. dogs in the face. That's right. All the wieners. So, so yes, we're encouraging everyone everyone out to come watch the live broadcast of the show from the Wiener Circle. It's going to be a dual broadcast with the uh, Jumper and Slow at the show and us. And then afterwards, catch drinks at Burwood Tap. Jason, I know you've been there or... You've, you're familiar with the place, right? Yeah. I know yeah. Svo is as well. Um, it should be a fun night out. We're excited to see everyone. You know, we're going to be in the, it's going to be in the dead of winter. It'll be fun to get a night out, you know, get everyone and see everyone. So, yes. Five o'clock podcast, meet up after the show. Last man maybe, standing wins. Maybe Forrest Griffin right, might right. show up too. We, we don't if know. Forrest Griffin <laughs> shows up, I'll buy him a hot dog. All right. Let's bum some people now. I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. Because you're training like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum. A bum. Um, okay. Uh, who wants to start it off today? Cause... I'll go because I've, I've got one. Actually, I got two. So I'm going to start with my MVBs. The first one being... Myself, and I'm going to do another Barry Horowitz pat on the back. I was hungover as hell on New Year's Day. And by the grace of God, Julie took a picture of Johnny during our New Year's. And I was like, oh, I'm so hungover. It was an unflattering picture of Johnny. And I texted to him. And I said, can I tweet this out saying like, you know, I feel hungover and use your picture. And it's, it, it wasn't. So I didn't. So I'm giving myself credit for, you know, not embarrassing him. But I have it now. 
So credit to me for not posting this picture. <laughs> credit to me, MVB. Credit. My second you're, MVB is Bruhan Luke. Manager. Thank you. I appreciate it. My second is Bruhan Luke because he was on this podcast not two weeks ago predicting that Tulane was going to upset USC, and he nailed it. He nailed everything about it. If you go to the Chicago Sports Bums Twitter, you'll see the video I clipped and posted. Credit to Bruhan Luke for calling that game about as – he's the only pundit I saw that predicted that game correctly. My bum of the week is also Bruhan Luke for getting my ass out of, off the couch and making me go for a run today. <laughs> Granted, it was more of a walk than a run, but I'm getting my ass out on the couch, getting some fresh air. If you guys don't follow – the, he started the uh, hashtag White Sox Run Club, and we're trying to get 108 miles before the White Sox start of the season. I'm walking now. I ran a little bit. We're ramping up the running. By the end of the week, or by the end of the month, I'll be running full time again. That's the plan, at least. But my bum of the week is Bruhan Luke for making me exercise. I don't appreciate it. He said never a doubt. Um, I think he's talking about the football, but it's also never a doubt that uh, I don't like exercise and he's making me do it. So, bum of the week, <laughs> Luke. Johnny, what do you got? You want to retaliate against Peter? No, I'll get him back later. <laughs> um, my Well, my bum of the week is actually, uh, is actually something that we just we touched on. And, um, actually, when I came back on with the internet, is uh, Matt Eberflus playing Justin Fields. Um, I don't, I, we said it last week, you know, if we had, we had the choice of playing them or not, like there's no reason to play them at all. And I just don't, I don't understand like what, what's the point of, of playing them in meaningless games. Like where it, it, it it's not going to serve them like any, any good, like, yeah, he actually, he, I, th I thought for a second, like he, he wasn't too healthy. Like I, I thought he had some sort of issues like injury issues, but um, I just don't, I just don't see no reason why you should play him regardless if he's healthy or not. Like just sit him. Like you, you don't want to risk anything. I don't know. I'm superstitious. So I, I always have this thing about like, not, you know, trying to go that extra mile and like, you know, if you, whatever, I just, I just thought that, the addition I'm playing so my Eberflus is my my bum of the week. Uh my MVB is actually the Illini and it's not the 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 football team and it's not the men's basketball team. It's the ladies basketball team. Okay. The ladies basketball team uh right now is 13 and 2. Uh first year coach Shauna Green is kicking ass with that team right now and they just beat uh number 16 Iowa. Um recently actually i have a second bum of the week is the fucking poll is actually leading up to this one is the uh whoever does the polls for um for, for the ladies basketball poll because they're ranked 26 they're the they're probably one of the hottest teams right now in in in, in, in women's basketball right now and they should deservedly be be ranked the men's basketball team, not so much. I know they're they're kind of a little bit of funk right now, but that ladies team is 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 definitely uh, somebody that should be uh, the team should be definitely ranked. I, I don't know why they're ranked twenty six or out of the polls. They just beat the sixteenth ranked team, and they're third in the Big Ten right now. They're doing really well. I think they deserve to be in, you know nationally ranked, and hopefully by this next game they 
or by by next week they are because they they've had a hell of a um hell of a season so far all right and i'm gonna take us home i got two and two uh first mvb is me and rivers ah, get out of here thank you very thank you very much um freaking monopoly money uh, <laughs> uh my true mvb of the week is everyone it's new year everyone does their twitter circles it's everyone who put us in their twitter circles yeah so if you if you had us in our twitter circles uh thank you so much you're our mvb and if you're in it's basically the twitter myspace top eight so if we're if we're in your top eight you we, we love you even more um but my bum of the week my what a bums are anyone who doesn't have us in their twitter circle that does mean that means you don't love us and you're not communicating and interacting with us when and you need to do that it's very important that the bums are in the top eight in everyone's twitter so more more comments more retweets more likes just we want to be in everyone's top eight or at least top what 15 top 12 i'll take the outer ring yeah give, yeah but it have to be maybe inner ring but maybe mid ring you know, oh bum of the that. are you gonna make julie the bum of the week she was not you were not in her circle Shockingly. i was not i was not i, was, I wasn't it was, either. it was even more you know what was even more shocking <laughs> is that that not not only we weren't but the broncos rams and like ravens were they're they're maybe she's on there just trash talking all the other no so what happened was because there were some discrepancies she like obviously she was on the outer circle of mine and then i was in the inner circle of hers and she's like what the hell is this about she's barely been on twitter for less than a month so like and she's not on as much as we are so any comment any like anything like that has been you know elevated so she had like joe biden and barack obama on there i'm like when did you get all political and stuff like that so it it was random so maybe by next year we'll make it into the inner circle Looking forward to seeing. So hopefully we'll be in everyone's top eight. Brian, I um, wasn't Joey's. What does that mean? Uh oh, oh man, <laughs> he's Brian. That's all in them DMs. Better watch it. He's magnificent. Um, my other bum is this this guy who I've never even heard of before. He's bum. a he's according to award winning journalist, an adequate husband according to his Twitter bio, Andrew. Dan, Dan Healy, whatever. Uh, I have no idea why Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus are safe after this type of season. Um, Maybe because it's a fucking rebuild, dude. Like, you're purposely... You, you strip down the team. You have a quarterback who doesn't have a good line or receivers that are pretty decent. Yeah, that's a very, very bad take. They're They're inheriting... Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy's mess. This is yeah. this is by no far all their own. Granted, I complained about them earlier about not resting fields and you know protecting their assets and stuff like that. But in the overarching scheme of things, this is not their fault. No, you you it's rookie GM, rookie head coach. You give them at least three years to see what they can they can do, and then maybe you cut Eberflus if he's not the guy. But you can't blow this up in a, during a rebuild in the first season. I mean, it, that's utterly shit take. And I don't he know who ratio. this guy. Yeah, he got ratioed the fuck out of him. Yeah. And I don't know what if he's actually part of some kind of site or just like a, one of those blog sites. But I don't know what he's award winning journalist of. Maybe his mom gave him a participation trophy or something. Well, now he won another award. 
bomb of the yeah. week. Oh, yes. Uh, Joey pulls up a good one, too. Um, also, honorary bums are anyone who had shit takes for the DeMar um, Hamlin I hate that saga. guy. Skip Bayless. Yeah, so, wait. Uh, Cousin terrible. John had a comment um, that it, apparently his vital signs yeah. are back to normal, undergoing more tests. More tests. Mm. So we talked about it at the beginning of the show, but that is great news. Yeah, so, good news. so good Skip news. Wanted, was wondering why that game should have been or sh- why that game wasn't going to be continued. I keep saying it. Skip Bayless, Rick Bayless, they're both bums. I just want, you keep, I just, you keep Rick's name out of your mouth. I just want Shannon Sharp just to hit him. That if we're going to talk about like, we can only be so lucky. Yeah. That's what Shannon Sharp should do. Like under this last day of the show, like when he's about to retire is just, all right, boom, I'm out. Make everyone happy. All right, that's our show. Don't forget, we have a Twitter contest going. Buy a shirt. Catch Wednesday. us Wednesday on a Tainted Glove channel. We'll be talking, We're talking dynamite. wrestling. I yeah. I have a bunch of wrestling-related questions I want to ask Brian S. and you guys specifically. Uh, it's going to be fun. We'll be watching Dynamite live on playback, and you could be in the comments, you know, watching along and, and kind of, you know, it's very interactive. I really liked what they did with the bowl game, and it should be a fun-ass time. So if you can... If you watch wrestling anyway, give us a shot watching it live on uh, playback. And one last one last comment. Johnny is going to be out on the 16th. So we're going to have a substitute. The original Mr. Joey P will be filling in the fourth for Johnny bum. on the 16th. The fourth bum is coming to work finally. Thanks for showing up finally. Collect the paycheck in 2023, Joey P. He probably has better internet than, than I do. So I, I will be, be on assignment at a at a Bulls game th- that day. So maybe yeah. I'll maybe Wally, I'll uh, Wally Pip situation brewing. We we don't know. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a happy couple two tree, and we'll catch you all next week. We'll see you on Wednesday. <laughs>